I'm hoping that this is your first time on my YouTube channel, Best of Us Investors. I approach investing different than most people, and I want to teach you about it, and I want you to make a decision if it makes sense to you. I basically believe that the stock market is driven by events, and those events are relative to our social geopolitical situation in our world. And if you want to learn about our social geopolitical situation, you need to read this book. It's uh, The Accidental Superpower by Peter Zeon. And Peter explains to you how our world uh, got to where it is today in a geopolitical situation and how the United States became the current world superpower and how the geographics of the United States and the political situation of the United States has made it the, the superpower of the last, well, since 1945, okay? With that in mind, then I invest based on the events that happen as we move through our geopolitical involvement. And I'm proud to say that today, my portfolio is at an all-time high, even though I sold out of Tesla about two weeks ago. Now, I will be the first to admit that if I had left that Tesla, roughly $100,000 in it, uh, I'd be up another $77,000 from where I would have been. Um, so that was a mistake. I think it was a timing mistake more than a mistake. I think there are some other circumstances that we can discuss later that will affect Tesla. So what I look at is a chart that I have created that I want to share with you that tracks the geopolitical situations and the money supply that feeds our stock market since the day I was born, September the 5th, 1944. And I think you can look at this chart and say, that makes sense. And then I track events. And when I mean events, I mean World War II is the first event that affected the stock market in my life and the, the, and the peace after World War II. Then a major event was the Vietnam War. Another event was the U.S. coming off the gold standard. And then we got into a series of rapid occurring events, such as the digital revolution, the uh, social media revolution, the uh, e-commerce revolution, and more recently, the electric vehicle revolution. And each of those revolutions pushed new disruption and new technology that then pushed the market. And then the other events uh, created the influx of capital to push the market higher. And what I'm talking about there is the dot-com bubble, the subprime crisis, and more recently, the coronavirus. So I want to show you the, the, the chart that I use, and then we'll take it and we'll predict what I think will happen from there. But first, I've got to clear the air that I'm not your financial advisor. I'm merely here for education and entertainment. I'm not so sure how much entertainment there is, but I'll be right back with you. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. 
Okay, I said that my portfolio is at an all-time high, even though I sold my Tesla, that which has had a, a substantial run-up in the in the last several weeks. But what I'm beginning to see is an improvement in 3D printing, a recognition that the coronavirus created a health, changed our 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 look towards health from health care to health cure. And what I mean by that is rather than care for you for the, the, the coronavirus, we want to cure you from the coronavirus. And this is a, a transition that the whole healthcare field is going to take up. And that's driven by the what got us the virus or the vaccine so quickly, and that is genome sequence and genome therapy. Uh, the one that's exciting me really right now is that of 3D printing, and that's being driven by our recognition that we have a broken supply chain, that we have turned into a, um, a, a, com a consumer economy rather than a manufacturing economy, and over the last 40 years, we have given up the manufacturing to foreign soils, China, Vietnam, uh, even some European countries. And we've recognized, as again, as a result of the coronavirus, that our, secu so our security, our national security, is in jeopardy of, as a result of that. But let me show you this chart. And you walk through it and see if it doesn't make sense to you. If you want to understand how the stock market works and if you want to make money over the long haul on the stock market and not play in the day-to-day -day fluctuations, you have to understand this chart. This chart starts on the day I was born, September the 5th, 1944, right here. And it was the end of World War II and our national debt was $251 billion. We then moved forward as I became a teenager, we entered into World or the Vietnam War. We spent $120 billion on the Vietnam War, bringing our national debt up to a double, which was $533 billion. You'll notice behind that dark blue line, which is the national debt, there is a little uh, red and blue jagged line, red and green, and that is the S&P 500. And as you can see, it follows exactly the money supply, our debt, as we move into the 1990s, and we have $3. trillion in debt. We then move forward. As the, the red and green line come out of contact with the blue line, we see a burst. And then we have a bubble. And that bubble is the dot-com uh, bubble, which causes our stock market to crash and come closer to the money supply. At that point, uh, we're up to $4 trillion. In order to get us out of the dot-com bubble uh, problems, Congress enacts a money spending policy that then takes us from $4 trillion, which it took us 2,000 years or 200 years to get to, and we doubled it in the matter of eight years to $4 trillion. Once again, you see that the things get out of perspective as the 
the, the red and green line, the S&P 500, loses contact with the money supply. So we, in essence, come down and crash again. And then the, the, the uh, S&P moves closer and closer in proximity to the debt, the national debt, as it continues to go up. That money has to go somewhere, and it goes into the stock market, which we here represent as the S&P 500. And it stays relatively close and in parallel until we get to here. And this is the coronavirus, and this is when we spend a ton of money directly into the market, and the market gets out of touch with the uh, money supply. Again, you see where it is here, and you see where the money supply is. Does that look like this or this? I think it does. So the question then becomes, is the market going to continue to lose contact with the money supply, with the liquidity, and get overvalued, or is it going to correct and come back in line with the money supply? And I'm projecting that that's what will happen sometime in 23. We will continue to increase the money supply. As you can see in 2021, it was uh, $28.8 trillion. But let's look at it and see what it is today. It's at 28.9. And as you can see, it's moving in a increasing direction. We know that Joe has increased. Uh, he is getting $1.5 trillion over the next 10 years, but nobody believes that that, in fact, is where it's going to end. We believe it will continue, and by I believe by 2023 it will be up to 35. But still, if the market goes the direction, it is losing contact with the money supply. So I expect this to happen, and it come in closer contact with the money supply. Now, where do I want to invest as this correction occurs? I know it's going to come back and it's going to climb, but we have to recognize the stock market is driven by events. Events, what that happen, and then the uh, market facilitators, companies, technology, make those events come into reality. What are they? They are the healthcare revolution. I prefer to this, call this the health cure revolution, where genome sequencing, genome editing takes diseases out of our bodies. And we are now finding then that the supply chain is broken, and that's coming into play with the markets. And just today, we're seeing a surge in 3D printing, because in order to bring the manufacturing back to the United States, which is the only way we can bring the supply chain back into a secure position, we have to use 3D printing and we have to use robotics. That is a given. And that's what's going to happen. And as long as we know it and then find the stocks that are going to facilitate this change, we're going to make a lot of money. Then the third element is the metaverse. This has just come more and more to the, the center of attention. I personally have a big 
bunch of money invested in the main players, the Goliaths. The Goliaths of the metaverse will be Google, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Microsoft. I own them. Now what I'm looking for is the Davids, the peop the small companies that are going to push the metaverse on us faster than we can think. The other element then that I take in is what I call the Chinese bubble. The bubble is a real estate bubble. It is a political bubble. It is a military bubble. China wants to take us out of the position of the economic power. We have turned into a consumer economy here in the United States. If we successfully uh, become reinstate our supply chain, we can reverse that trend and we can keep ourselves going in the right direction. If we continue to control the health cure revolution, we will again be the stay in a position of dominance. But we have to be aware of what's going on in China. That is why I don't own any Tesla. Tesla does a big part of their business in China, is projecting a big part of their business in China, and I don't know what the Communist Party is going to do to companies operating in China. I also worry about Apple and some of the semiconductor companies who I believe will recognize the need to move back to the United States. Okay, I hope that gives you a different perspective on how the stock market works, not on a daily basis, because you really can't, you can't compete on a daily basis. You're competing with the best of the best in investing. Um, they have computer services that you don't have. They have knowledge and experience and research that you don't have. So you don't really want to compete in that game. I would suggest instead you play the long game. And I am playing the long game. I'm betting that the, the uh, healthcare situation and then the metaverse situation is going to be comparable to the digital revolution and will spawn other opportunities and events that we can invest in. Um, so that's how I go about it. I want to invite you to become a subscriber to this channel. I want to invite you to come to Best of Us Investors and learn more about how we invest and participate in our weekly meetings where we discuss the past week's activities. We do that every Friday at three o'clock when the, the stock market closes. And we look at it as a group. Again, I think you need to recognize that when you go into the market, one of the players that you compete with is Goldman Sachs. Well, it's you against Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs is a big team. Goldman Sachs is the Super Bowl winner of last year, and you're one person. You don't really stand a chance. You don't want to go out on that field, so don't. So find a different way, whether it's the way I do it, whether it's the way Kathy Woods does it, but team up with somebody to help you move through this maze, this, this game we play called investing in the stock market. Okay, I'm going to keep doing my part. I enjoy this. 
Uh, I've been doing this for many years. I think what's, what's really important is each day I learn more. Each day I dig deeper and come to an understanding of how the market is working today and how it will work in the future. I'm patient, I, I'm diligent, and, and I'm uh, re relentless that I will stay at it. I invite you to join our tribe.